morning, listeners. It's your boy, Mason Taylor, a.k.a. Mace Dizzle. Hey, guys, it's Alex, a.k.a. Alex. And welcome to our third episode of Where's, Where's the, the Action? action? <laughs> we both read it so slowly. <laughs> um, today, we are going to be talking about Hobbs and Shaw. So it is the ninth movie overall in the Fast and Furious franchise. However... It is the first spinoff, so it does not really count towards the main franchise. So we are going to dig into that. It's a fun movie, action comedy romp. Uh, but before we do that, we have a few full disclosures in our full disclosure segment. Uh, I will be honest with you. I was late to the pod this morning uh, just because at about 6 a.m. last night, a framed a framed Star Wars poster fell down, uh, hit my Keurig coffee machine, my printer, and then hit another thing, a framed poster of The Simpsons, and then also fell down. <laughs> and so that gave me quite the uh, fright last night, and I was never able to fully go back to sleep. Uh, so I ended up waking up late and letting everyone down. Uh, <laughs> So that's my story. He, um, was, he was late 15 minutes. <laughs> not bad. Not bad. Could have been worse. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? Alex also did me dirty. Um, <laughs> he has two pairs of AirPods. One courtesy of, and I forget the company. Um, the company is Perpix. Yeah. So you basically won that in a raffle, right? Yes, I want it in a giveaway. So he wanted in a giveaway. So that means, hey, you can give it away to Mason, right? <laughs> because you already have a pair of AirPods, okay? <laughs> so one, one pair, my original pair is the originals, and then the new pair is the AirPods Pro, which I use for class, and then the, the originals I use for casual use as of right now. And I think my dad wants my old pair, so we'll see. Why do you put your father over me <laughs> in the hierarchy of AirPod giveaway? <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, hey, why don't you go and explain uh, your disclosure today? <laughs> <laughs> so funny thing. So like just how Mason was late to the podcast. Um, I almost missed the podcast because my phone didn't charge last night. And so when I woke up today, the alarm went off, but like, the battery was at like three percent, but I still made it through the podcast, and so. But it would have been funny if we both missed it because we like both slept in. <laughs> like we, I like, said, it it just shows how professional we are. <laughs> and then we just like wake up and we text each other. We're like, "Oh no, we missed the podcast." <laughs> <laughs> oh no, rough night. <laughs> Yeah, the podcast time that we decide ourselves. This is not like a <laughs> we decide the time, but yet we're still late. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, let's move to our let's move to our quote unquote sponsors. Yes, quote unquote sponsors. So number one for today, our first sponsor is Digarino Pizza. Uh, you may know them as DiGiorno Pizza, but um, boy oh boy, it's not delivery. It's DiGiorno. <laughs> Um, so I confess, I eat these routinely, um, for dinner, uh, and I usually pound one whole pizza for myself. 
uh, in one sitting. Uh, they're very, they're, they're kind of small. I, th- I consider them personal pan pizzas, even though it says like family size on the box. But yeah, I, I, I prefer the uh, Primo pepperoni. So go check that out at your local uh, Food Lion or Walmart, uh, wherever you get Diggerino pizzas. <laughs> um, okay, next sponsor, Donkey Kong freaking Tropical Freeze, baby. Yes, you know it. Best Wii U game of 2012. <laughs> I all right. I'll be honest with you. I'm 43. I grew up with <laughs> arcade games and have had most home consoles released from the late 70s through now. I can't believe how much fun I have had playing this game. Stop. It doesn't have a lot of stuff unique to it, but it has so many different actions: swinging, swimming, <laughs> minecart riding. Great timing. It has a really beautiful sense of design and truly just a fun flow to the game. <laughs> oh my God. Amazon uh, review. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's full disclosure. That was the first Amazon review uh, for the game. <laughs> uh, shout out to Mick Hank <laughs> on Amazon for that review. Uh, okay. And I know you've got one sponsor for us, Ali. Yes. Um, so my... My sponsor for today is Valorant. Valorant, um, this is what Valorant is from their website. Valorant is your global competitive stage. It's a 5v5 tax shooter matchup to plant or defuse the spike in a one life per round across the 13 series. Um, I've been playing Valorant a decent amount with some of my friends. Uh, I really like the game just because uh, there's action, a lot of action. Um, and then also, uh, shooter type first person shooter games are my cup of tea um, so I really enjoy playing it and it's like one of the few computer games that my computer can play so um, I'm glad I can start PC gaming with some friends but yeah Mason you should really get into it it's pretty fun uh, yeah well I haven't been I haven't been invited yet so um, <laughs> that's on you my friend <laughs> Okay, okay. Uh, all right, we ready to get into it? Yes, sir. So, I, so, oh, sorry. What? Uh, I was about to say, there's a lot of action scenes in this movie. So this was much, much more action-packed than uh, a previous episode. Um, so this did not let us down, for sure. <laughs> oh, man, this was, like, off the charts, bonkers, crazy like, I don't even know where to start, bro. So, um, you should probably backing up on this first point. So, the first action scene that we have, um, it's taking place in London. Uh, the character Hattie Shaw. Um, and if Spoiler. You're familiar, <laughs> if you're familiar with the Fast and Furious franchise, um, Deckard Shaw is one of the characters, and his sister Hattie is also involved in this movie. So, uh, Hattie is a MI6 agent and she is um, carrying this virus that uh, is a new virus that is potentially going to take over the world from the bad guys um, and she is uh, running away from Mr. Brixton Moore. Uh, this guy is some type of robot superhuman person and in this movie or in this scene, uh, what stood out to me was beginning was like he was blocking bullets with his hand. 
that was cool. And I was like, oh, who is this guy? It's Fast and Furious movie. How is this happening? <laughs> it's um, the bad guys, like, if Robocop and Ivan Drago had a baby or something. And yeah, and so this in this scene, she's, she's able to run away from this robot dude. Um, but she injects the virus in her hand uh, just because she's trying to... Uh, prevent it to go into the wrong hands like this guy. Uh, oh. Uh, yeah, that was, hey, I didn't even think about yeah, that. I hey, knew that it was, was coming joke. too, but. That was a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even. Um, yeah, yeah. And so she has a virus in her body, and so that's the main plot and, um, and what we need. And what happens in the movie is like they're trying to get the virus out of her body and prevent it from spreading and so that's the main plot of it and a lot of characters and a lot of action happen in this anything else mason um with that scene yeah um yeah well so it opens up so the movie opens up with a, a song called time in a bottle which is really cool but it's like a new updated take on it it actually comes into play at the end credits i don't know if you realize that but like i don't know it just brought the movie full circle for me uh yeah, the action was was good up top. I mean, it, it literally just like puts us right into it. And eventually you get to see the self-driving motorcycle. So the bad guys, specifically Brixton, I believe, right? He has this motorcycle that's basically a Decepticon where it, like if it, it can break itself apart and flip around and do all these stunts, uh, just completely not realistic <laughs> still cool to watch regardless but yeah that's that's that was the opening scene pretty much sets the tone for the rest of the movie so the next thing we'll talk about um <clears throat> so after after word gets out that this virus is uh in somebody luke hobbs is recruited by the cia and he is sent out to to retrieve this woman who has a virus and then also happening at the same time um deckard shaw is looking for her as well and so in the scene where um later in the movie uh Hobbs is able to find hattie and brings her back to the cia base and this is when the next pretty much action action scene happens so the the scene happens where this superhuman called Brixton Lore um, comes in and surprises everybody and storms the building, breaks through the, the building windows. And what's happening in this scene, which which is pretty uh, unrealistic, but really cool to watch. We'll be saying <laughs> um, that a lot during this review. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Brixton captures Hattie, and what they're doing is they're like zip lining down a building, like like completely like walking on the windows like downward <laughs> on a zip line <laughs> and then you have you have Hobbs um going down the same zip line but he's you know he's just using his hand to go down the zip line and so he's just like swinging by and then, <laughs> and then like when he like unlatches from the zip line and then he just like starts free falling onto the the two henchmen like <laughs> Brixton. it's like accurate um like you can't land that landing bet better because he lands exactly on the man and just like 
beats him up or like takes him off the zip line and then he goes to the next and then goes to the next guy (laughs) i was like i had to make sure this was not a marvel movie (laughs) i was like wow that is that is that is uh what a great stunt (laughs) (laughs) yeah the rock did his own stunts for this movie so uh um bravo Uh, yeah that was i i really like that scene even though like I'm like, okay, this is kind of like a superhero type of thing, but uh, I really liked it. It was, it was pretty good. And then uh, he eventually did catch up to Brixton and started fighting him. And so, yeah. Yes, and that leads into a chase through London. Um, so Shaw managed to get a McLaren, which is a very fancy British like sports car. And the bad guys in this case, so Brixton and his henchmen are after Shaw because he has his sister in the car with him, with Hobbs, of course. You can't can't go can't go without Hobbs. And so basically they're doing a street chase through London. You know, you've got a whole bunch of cool stunts, like for example, one of the henchmen rides on a motorcycle towards the McLaren. Well, <laughs> Hobbs puts his hand out the window, grabs the guy, and then while they're driving, throws him into a wall. I mean, like, come on, that's so epic. <laughs> um, and like, oh, at one point, Brixton's motorcycle can actually drive on walls. Oh, yeah. uh, I don't know if you caught that. It was like a three second clip. Oh, yeah, yeah I saw it. He was like, jump- he was like in the alleyway. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he he just <laughs> he drives on the wall. I I can't make this stuff up. Like this is <laughs> this is real. This happened in a Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> like oh parkour. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah parkour. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah that that um, London chase scene was really good. Just how far fetched and like the imagination thrown into this movie was actually very good. Uh, I was I was impressed. I'll be honest. So, do you have anything to say about that scene, or you want me to move on? Um, I I I think like this was kind of like oh, this is starting like oh, hints of Fast and Furious, right? Because the car chase scene, you have the McLaren, um, and then the scene where the McLaren goes like directly under two buses. That's like oh, we've seen that in another Fast and Furious movie where cars go under like a, a big bus. Um, yes. T- he, he was uh, Tokyo drifting under them. <laughs> <laughs> he really uh, was. Yeah, I really like that. Uh, and then, and then you have the super bike doing the same thing. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, yeah, I really I mean, like that scene. Even though we've seen it before, it doesn't make it any less cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah that was that was an awesome scene. Um, so then, eventually, obviously, they get away, but not before. Uh, Brixton crashes into a, a double-deckered bus. Um, did I say deckered? Decker bus? Double deckered Shaw, Decker bus. <laughs> then he, okay, yeah. So basically he crashes into that and then he somehow has a handle over like the media and stuff. So he can basically twist the story into whatever he wants. Um, and so he basically makes Hobbs and Shaw fugitives. Uh, so they now they have that added element in the movie, which honestly they didn't really touch on a lot. Um, like, how did this company Etion or whatever Brixton's company get control of the media and whatnot? I don't know. It's just classic action villain movie stuff. 
Um, but anyway, so Hobbs and Shaw are on the run, and they only have a certain amount of time to get this virus out of Hattie before the virus gets control of the world. Um, so it's a race against time, really. Race literally and figuratively. Um, and so they are trying to get into the Etion lab, right? Am I, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, because they have to have a certain machine that can extract the virus, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, yeah. And so Hobbs and Shaw are going in, but not before Hattie gets captured on purpose. So Hattie is in the lair and Hobbs and Shaw have to go in. And so there are two doors they can go into. And this is leading into my favorite part. Well, one of my favorite parts of the movie where Hobbs, they had these like heat tracking scanners for the door, which another crazy thing. I guess that's real. I don't know. But you can see yeah, how many yeah. people are inside. And so Shaw's door has like eight, right? And then Hobbs's door only has one person. <laughs> so, and Hobbs is like, All right, I'll take this one. <laughs> but there's like a... Um, a window in between the two rooms so they can see each other fight and stuff. So they go in and they actually found an actor taller and bigger than the Dwayne, the rock Johnson. <laughs> like this guy was huge. He was freaking 12 feet Goliath looking. Um, <laughs> but anyway, he, the rock managed to um, beat one him punch. in one punch, <laughs> one punch man. Yeah. But yeah. Um, Shaw on the other hand has this big, huge, fight scene where he's like knocking out eight people and eight, nine, 10 people. And he does it like, it's a funny way. It's a ridiculous way. He was like showing off to Hobbs basically. Um, and so to get through the door, the second door to like the actual lab itself, you have to get like a face scanner or whatever. And so Hobbs put up the big guy's face to the thing and it said access granted. So he was already in. Well, <laughs> Shaw, he grabbed the first guy, slammed his face up against the scanner, and it said, access denied. And so he kept slamming it over and over again. It was the funniest freaking part of the whole movie. And then he kept grabbing guys and slamming their faces on it. Access denied. Access denied. I don't know. It was funny to me. Um, But... I don't know, man. I don't know how you felt about that scene, but he eventually got in, but uh, just funny overall. I love that scene. Yeah, I think that was like one of the scenes that were like released on YouTube about like before the movie came out. It was like kind of a, a little snippet. Um, but yeah, that was, that was a really funny scene. I I thought it was like a good way to uh, incorporate all the, the beat up guys he had and, you know, just keep slamming them into the wall. <laughs> Or into the face scanner. I mean, yeah. uh, this movie was funnier than it had any right to be. <laughs> yeah. Like, this was actually a really funny movie. Uh, um, okay. okay, so now Hobbs and Shaw are in the lab, and they are greeted with Brixton's army. And I think you have something to go into on that? Yep, so Brixton's army, when they go through the doors... Brixton army is ready for them. They're they're all ready to to take like shoot them down. But they get knocked out and or knocked out unconsciously, and they wake up and now they're all strapped up to electrical wires. And so kind of like an interrogation scene. 
Uh, and so they get shocked, I believe, like four times or so. And in the meantime, like um, Hattie uh, was able to escape from where she was being held hostage. Um, and alongside with the professor that was part of this uh, program who was able to basically know how to extract the virus. And so her and the and that professor, Professor Atrico, um, not sure if I, not sure if I pronounced that right, but he he escaped with her. And when they're escaping from the lab, um, when they're still strapped up, uh, like in a, in a split moment, uh, the professor, he like pops out of nowhere and he like starts hosing down people with a flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and so no unexpected he, from his character. I know, right? And so, so he, he starts taking down these guys, and like um, Hobbs and Shaw were able to like uh, release themselves from the, the wires and stuff, um, and they start escaping the lab. And from the lab, they get into different cars. So Hobbs is in this like, as you said it, like a flatbread. <laughs> truck <laughs> and then and then Shaw's in like this like uh, you know just like a regular I wouldn't say regular car but it's kind of like a cyber truck yeah yeah cyber truck uh, and so <laughs> they are racing out of the lab and it's like a, another chase scene pretty cool they have like people coming after them um, but then another another um, part I want to speak about is so like when they are getting chased down um Hobbs is um driving in a direction opposite direction of um Shaw and like Hattie needs to escape the the cyber truck and jump on to the to the truck with Hobbs and so it's like this like slow motion like what are they gonna do type of scene so Hattie like jumps from the one car onto the truck and what kind of reminds me of that part was like in one of the fast and furious movies i think it was fast five five or six i can't remember um letty one of the uh characters um jumps <laughs> from a car to car just like how this happens and so i'm like hey we saw that scene before um but yeah it was pretty cool it's, you know classic classic fast and furious jump scene <laughs> Yeah. So, like, there are similarities between Fast and Furious and this movie, but they're kind of hard to find. Yeah. But, yeah, that was that was an epic scene, man. I don't know. You know what? It, it kind of reminded me. Do you remember in uh, Fate of the Furious when it was towards the end and they were at that, like, submarine base or whatever? This whole locale kind of reminded me of that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like they used the same set, honestly. But uh, it was kind of it was cool though. It was a good scene. Um, yeah. So anyway, after that, they obviously escape again. Uh, Hobbs and both Shaws. Um, they escape, and they're talking. They're like, "All right, so we're fugitives now. Where do we go? And we've only got a certain amount of time to extract this virus because during all this fighting and escaping, they managed to get the machine." that can extract the virus from Hattie. Um, and so, but it's broken. 
and they're all like, oh, where'd we go? You know, nobody's going to fix this for us. And Hobbs is like, I hold up. I got a place. And so long story short, they end up going to Samoa, which is apparently Hobbs's homeland. I did not know this from the other movies. I don't know if they mentioned it, but apparently it's actually um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson's actual heritage. So I thought that was a neat nod to the actor. And it was, it was kind of cool how they integrated the whole setting into it. So basically now they, Hobbs, Shaw, and Shaw go to the island of Samoa where Hobbs' family is. But the problem is he hasn't visited his family in like 25 years. And he has a main beef with his brother, Jonah, who, um, fun fact, is played by the same guy who was Fire Lord Ozai in The Last <laughs> Airbender. <laughs> I remember <laughs> I was watching, I was like, wait a minute. You see <laughs> that guy looks familiar. Yep. And I like, I texted uh, Ali Wu real quick. <laughs> I was like, bro, 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 Ozai, Ozai. <laughs> um, anyway, so that, that kind of took me out of the movie. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, so anyway, anyway, basically they have a family reunion. And Jonah's apparently really smart at fixing viral extraction tools. I don't know how, never explained, but you know what? I'll go along with it. The whole, the whole movie is basically just go along for the ride, literally. And you know what? You'll be okay. Um, well, he, he's like, what is he, as Hobbs said, he's like, oh, he's the best mechanic he knows. And um, on cars. Yeah. <laughs> not viral extraction tools that only one company's ever made. <laughs> Tomato. Anyway. Anyway, it's what what is it? Tomato, tomato. Tomato, tomato. Exactly. Um, But anyway, um, so apparently Hobbs's mom is on this island with her sons (laughs) or Hobbs's brothers. Um, But the problem is Hobbs has 50 plus brothers. And I'll touch more on that later, but that's important because they eventually form a militia because they know Brixton's going to come and find them. Like they know that. So they have to form a militia to fight back against Brixton and the Etion company um, because they're after the virus, obviously, and the virus is on Samoa. So Jonah ends up fixing the uh, extraction tool and it's like a 30 minute timer. Of course, there's got to be a timer in here somewhere. Um, so they do that. Um, and right before they fight, they set up a whole bunch of booby traps and uh, they open up the arsenal and the guns are missing. And Hobbs asks his mom, he's like, Mama, what, are, what, happened, to the, what happened to the guns? And she's like, oh, the guns killed my people. Uh, but we have an ancient art of clubbing. <laughs> and so basically for the final fight, they took guns out of it and they used like clubs like old age clubs and other weapons kind of like that um which honestly i didn't like at first but as the fighting went on i kind of dug it so anyway brixton's brixton's crew shows up his squad um and of course they're heavily armed you know they've got their suvs their cyber trucks whatever and um basically they somehow some way Hattie Shaw manages to break all their guns um, because each gun has to have like an activation key to it or whatever. 
I don't know. It was so weird. Anyway, they, they kind of just explained away the guns. So then it was like a good old fashioned fist fight, which that was, that was pretty epic. Um, I know your favorite scene is actually in this scene, but we'll touch on that later. But anyway, yeah. So basically there's a lot of fighting. Um, the virus is being extracted and just, just a lot of good old fashioned family fun, good old brawl. Um, yeah, this scene was epic. What do you think? I liked it. I liked it. It was, um, it was very action packed, which I liked. Uh, and I liked the, how they used the, the old weapons. Uh, I think that was a good twist. It's like a weapons, like in movies today, it's like all oh, just guns and stuff. Um, but then this was like, oh, let's do old school. And let's start using these clubs with like sharp edges and like. <laughs> um javelins that we can throw at <laughs> oh yeah i mean it was legit and like yeah. it, it paired well with the setting too because it was in yeah. samoa and it's like not mm-hmm. urbanized not london um mm-hmm. we kind of got away from everything and it was like mm-hmm. kind of like a jungle environment almost um but yeah i thought i thought it was really good um and eventually there's a helicopter that gets brought in <laughs> <laughs> i know you have a lot to say about this scene so so Brixton, he like signals to like bring in bring in a helicopter so like they can steal Eddie. And so she was captured um, when all the fighting was going down. And so when Hobson Shaw sees uh, her getting like lifted from the helicopter, they start running after it or driving toward it. So with their cars they have, and what they do is. Uh, they get a truck with like um, that dispenses a chain, and uh, Hobbs throws the chain onto the helicopter to like basically prevent it from taking off. And so it's like dragging it down almost, but it's preventing it from flying. And so in this scene, this truck is hooked on to the helicopter, and they're still trying to like bring her down. Um, but what happens is the helicopter, <laughs> the helicopter. <laughs> Oh my. <laughs> the helicopter is able to like shake it off slightly but um they get lifted up a little bit and so Hobbs's car with Shaw they they get lifted up a little bit and so what comes what happens next is like a couple of the brothers who also see the scene happening um they get into their cars so they're like trucks and they like follow them and what they do is like they hook onto each other's truck and the accuracy of their chain throws to connect is just spot on. <laughs> like first time you can land it and, and what it's do you like know? they've been training for this moment their whole freaking life. <laughs> so so now you got like three or four trucks. <laughs> some of them are semi in the air, some of them are on the ground. Um, <laughs> it's like a 45 degree angle every truck there's like one truck actually on the ground with two tires and the rest yeah. are up in the air trying to bring down this helicopter you have to see it you have to watch the movie to, to, to really yeah, get we're, the we're not doing it justice but like you really gotta <laughs> just check it out um, just, just think like four trucks trying to bring down a helicopter and yeah you get the picture there. Um, and, and another scene happened in this helicopter scene was uh, the chain gets loose and the rock 
who is, you know, one of the badass Jack. characters. Yeah, Super Jack. He um, grabs the chain. And so it's like him holding onto the truck while trying to pull down a, a helicopter. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's him in between a helicopter and a chain, or him in a truck holding it by the chain. I'm like, okay. <laughs> He's Captain America. He is, remember that scene? Right, it was Captain right. America all over again. So, so yeah, that. <laughs> hey, but eventually he was able to reconnect to the truck and start pulling it down and stuff. Yeah, man. All right. So, you know, all right. So they do tie it into Fast and Furious with the NAS. So luckily the front truck in this chain of four has nitrous in it. And so I, th- I don't, I forget rock, the rock or somebody says, Hey, turn on the nitrous. And then like, is <laughs> you know, the classic, like it's inside the car combusting scene and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that happens. And then the nitrous saves their lives because or else they would have gone off the cliff and they would have all dropped and the helicopter would get away, but no, the nitrous saved them. And so the nitrous were, they were able to stay on land. Um, and eventually the helicopter crashes. Um, all the trucks are okay, but doesn't it pull down, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't it pull down Hobbs and Shaw's truck too? Like it falls off the cliff with the helicopter. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. So the helicopter's crashed. Patty is still alive. Uh, Brixton's obviously still alive because he's black Superman, as they reference in the movie, not just me. <laughs> um, they, they call him black Superman in the movie. And um, so it's Patty, Brixton, Hobbs and Shaw also survive, obviously. And what envelops is a great race against the clock because the extraction's almost done. And once the extraction is done, Brixton has a henchman there and ready to just kill her once it's once the virus is out of her. So Hobbs and Shaw are kind of racing against that clock and also uh, trying to take down Brixton, the superhuman RoboCop Terminator looking uh, bad guy. So what follows is a fist fight that is probably one of the best uses of slow-mo, slow motion in this part. I mean, like every every punch lands, but like it's slow mo to see the punch land, and like it's it's both ways too. So like Hobbs is getting punched, Shaw is getting elbowed in the face, but like each each punch is more impactful because it slows it down for the viewer. I thought that was an epic way to showcase the fight because uh, it could have been just like you know another generic whatever you know fist fight. It's been happening the whole time on Samoa, but like this fight between Brixton and the two of them was spot on. Um, and so eventually they, I mean, they're tossing. So they get through his mainframe. So like his mainframe basically helps him out in battle where he can predict any punch that gets thrown at him. But eventually they, uh, Hobbs and Shaw get through that and they start tossing him around like a rag doll. I mean, they're, he's going all over the place. And so Brixton, He's on the verge of death. I don't know if you could call it that because he's an android. But um, eventually, Etion, who there's this there's this like figure who talks through a computer screen the whole movie. I, I don't know, man. 
<laughs> there are some theories online about it. I don't know. Anyway, it's Brixton's boss, and Brixton basically uh, shuts Brixton down, and he gets decommissioned or whatever. And so uh, Brixton is decommissioned, and he just falls off the cliff. Uh, bada bing, bada boom. Luckily, Hattie was able to survive uh, because she managed to light the guy on, light the henchman on fire or something. I don't know. It's it's hazy, but she survives, gets the virus out. Uh, the virus is able to go in safe hands um, happily ever after. Yeah. What do you uh, what do you think about that scene? Yeah, I I thought the slow mo was really good. Um, that was something that stood out to me. Uh, fits like it was a fist to fist fight and so you could see that like when they're finally got the groove of taking him down they landing their punches and and like is it's just pretty good cinematography so um i really liked how they incorporated that slow-mo part and really emphasized the the fighting there and so i really liked it yeah and so basically it has a nice wrapped up ending um, the CIA has Snowflake, which is what the virus is called, a.k.a. COVID-19. Um, and so they have the virus now, everything's safe. And the whole movie, there's been a romance brewing between Hattie and Hobbs, which they kind of touch on at the end, you know. But it's just like a happy ending. And I, it does, it could set up a sequel with the after credit scene. I don't think there will be, um, but if there is, they definitely could. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah, those are all the action scenes in Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> all 80 of them. <laughs> <laughs> so very, very lengthy action um, portion of this podcast. So we'll just jump on to our favorite part. Um, so when Mason mentioned that when they were fighting on the island of Samoa, they were using their old-style old weapons. Uh, my favorite part would be um, in this movie, I kind of have like two favorite parts. Um, so one of them is the tomahawk type of throw where they um, Hobbs is, you know, taking down these bad guys and then him and one of his brothers, they like both throw a club at one of the henchmen, like at the same time, like uh, how, basically how you throw like a, an axe or like a tomahawk. Um, and it was very epic, like, I thought that was really cool, uh, just because, like, I, uh, I, I like to see, like, that type of, like, movement from, like, video games, so I thought that was pretty cool how they have that in the movie, and so I was like, oh, that's, that was, like, pretty surprising, and then also that just fit the moment, too, so, so yeah, that was one of my favorite scenes, and then, Mason, you can talk about your favorite scene. Um, yeah, so I think I talked about the access denied scene where Shaw has to keep putting the henchman faces up to the scanner to get it to go. It's it's funnier when you watch it, trust me. Like, <laughs> just go watch the clip, go watch the movie. Um, but also, can we talk about Dingley? <laughs> <laughs> so this, this part of the movie, it's when they're on the airplane um, going to Russia, I believe. Is that... Somewhere, yeah, sounds good. Yeah, somewhere. <laughs> um, and they they have to take an airplane. So when they're when they're in their seats, like going back and forth. And so this scene is pretty is more of the comedic side. 
of the movie and so they're going back and forth just like bad mouthing each other going like like it it's it's so funny like the vulgar language they're using and like just like the like threats they're going to be doing to each other <laughs> <laughs> um like beating each other up is is pretty funny um but then also like when they're bickering back and forth to each other so our our, our favorite character Dinkley also played by Kevin Hart breaks into hey. their argument <laughs> <laughs> and he's like all right guys uh let me join your team <laughs> He's like, I'm one of the alphas. Come on. <laughs> he was like, he said to the to to Luke, um, he was like, what do you bench like 300, 400? And he and he was like, yeah, maybe a little bit less than that. And he's like, ah, uh, that's slight work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Kevin Hart, this small boy, is like, yeah, that's slight work. You no, know, 400 pounds. <laughs> yeah, you know, Kevin Hart. That was like the funniest cameo. Uh, uh, like I, it was so unexpected too, because he turned around and there was Kevin Hart on the plane. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. So, so his name is his Dinkley. Is it Dinkley or Dingley? Dinkley. I don't know. Funny either way. <laughs> and, yeah. Um. He. We both share. That was like one of our favorite parts. Mm-hmm. Was Dinkley. Uh, all right. Ready to move on. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Here's my favorite segment. The does not pass the vibe check segment. <laughs> All right, honestly, Alex has a good complaint for this movie. Not really a complaint, but it doesn't pass the vibe check. Uh, but I, I thought it was really good. I concur with him, and I also have another point. So if he wants to go ahead and... Mm-hmm. So, so as we know, this was a Fast and Furious spinoff. And so what I, what I saw was like, so there are some car chase scenes, but like when you think of Fast and Furious, it's like, lots of like sports cars or just like driving around and like chasing down people um and i thought like maybe if there was more characters involved with like their driving aspects that could have been better but like the like the vibe check was like fast and furious is always with cars taking down bad guys um and we we saw that one scene the helicopter scene but like in like other scenes it's really just like escaping but like in regular Fast and Furious scenes, they use like their cars to advantage to take down someone. Um, and so yeah, I didn't really get to see that in this movie. It was more like actual action happening instead of like the car action that we're used to in the Fast and Furious franchise. Yeah. Right. This would have fit more in like the MCU than Fast and Furious. <laughs> well, because like Fast and Furious, it's about the cars. You know what I mean? Like at the core, it's about the family of people with the cars and like they each have their own cars, their own personality, you know, whatever. But this one, it's kind of like, okay, so you have the family, you know, Hobbs and Shaw. um, But other than that, they don't focus a lot on the cars, like you said. Um, So that was a good point for does not pass the vibe check. (laughs) Mine, it was, I think I mentioned it earlier, but it's basically how Hobbs' mom had like fifty kids. I, I I don't know. She raised a whole army of of children. Like well, I, I I don't know. I mean, it's possible. But it could have um, been that. But then it could also just be like the people who live in that area. But then again, they were all at that one house. <laughs> they were all at the one house, and they all seemed like brothers. 
and not like you know friend mm -hmm. you know you're my friend you're my brother but like actual siblings <laughs> so yeah hob's mom does not pass the vibe check for me <laughs> Okay. Hi. Let's, so um, let's, let's go to our rating system. So, yes, sir. So our rating is out of five, and we're going to be using Samoa bats. So, like the weapons they were using, the the clubs. Um, so, out of five, I'm going to rate it uh, four and a half out of five. Uh, Samoa bats. Uh, mm. My my only caveat is like the the car car aspect. But I really liked the movie. I think it checked all the dots of the action scenes. Um, and hopefully they can produce more movies with these characters. I, I really like the comedy as well in this, in this movie. You don't really see that a lot with just action-filled movies. But I think they really hit it with this one. Yeah, they managed to juggle action and comedy to make a good movie for both genres. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, so I agree. Well, I'm not going to do the same rating because on an action rating system out of five, it would be 10 out of five Samoa bats just because oh, yeah. they throw <laughs> so much at the screen uh, and you just got to take it all in. Um, but as far as a movie standard, I'm going to have to go with 4.25 out of five. I know it's, I know it's, it's low, um, but 4.25 <laughs> out of five Samoa bats. Just because, like, I felt like the characters served the story instead of the story serving the characters. So it was like, okay, basically, let's just move these characters around to different place to place and just see what happens. That's That was the vibe I was getting. You know, they were really vibing on that. I, yeah, I mean, it was very good, though, I got to say. Other than that, and just what we said earlier about be, it being a Fast and Furious movie, but not really feeling like it. Um, that that kind of that kind of pulled it down. It's definitely not the worst Fast and Furious movie overall, but um, yeah, that's that's what I'm gonna give it. Four point two five out of five Samoa bats. Um, oh, that is our coverage of Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, we're ready to move on to our fun fact about ourselves, where we usually get um, viewer input as to questions that they can ask. But since we don't have viewers yet, we asked our own question. Um, so since we're on the subject of cars, kind of, uh, our fun fact today is what car do you drive? Uh, Alex, you want to go first? Yeah, so my car I drive is a Honda SUV. It's the CRV model made from 2014. Um, gray color. It has over 70,000 miles. <laughs> um, I named my car Michelle after my my G-Big in my organization, uh, VSA. And so, yeah, I, I really like the car. It has a lot of great trunk space. Um, <laughs> I go to VSA storage a lot, so it helps out. Driving around this car has a, has a played like a role of like people knowing me to give rides a lot. So I DD, I, I say I'm an Uber. Um, I do deliveries for any VSA stuff, so I I do Amazon Prime shipping. <laughs> um, I got a speeding ticket with this car once, and so I never go Fast and Furious anymore. So 
uh, <laughs> yeah and then one time mason was sitting in the back of my car so the seats were down and so um with a friend Mintu, and we were going to food line and Mintu was like oh mason is letty <laughs> <laughs> i was literally sliding around in the back <laughs> like a like a bag of melons or something <laughs> <laughs> and then another thing um when driving this car, like I call Mason sometimes. And so when I'm driving, I miss exits because I'm on the phone driving Mason. So that's, you know, that's like one of the memories I have with this car. And so yeah, it's car. always my fault when he misses an exit. <laughs> yeah. Cause you're too busy distracting me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay. <laughs> but yeah, so that's my car, Michelle. She, uh, she still has lots of life back. Left the, um, so, yeah, ready to make more memories with Michelle. Fast oh, and Furious. Yeah. Fast and Furious, I don't know, but um, we can go somewhat fast, but not Fast and Furious. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I can go Fast and Furious, except if it's over, like, 2,700 RPM, which is kind of low. Uh, so, all right, my car is a 2004 Nissan Maxima. Uh, you can always tell it's my car because I've got 50 bumper stickers on the back window <laughs> and a sizable dent on the front wheel well from a T-bone accident. I'm not going to get into that. Um, <laughs> but anyway, anyway, long story short, it's not my fault. Uh, I was I was not driving fast and furiously, but I got out of two speeding tickets though. Well, one of them was a. Uh, how should I say this? Uh, go running, running a red light. Uh, but I got out of it uh, just because I'm a, I'm a beast. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. So you know, this I named my car Pickle. Uh, I was in high school, and people kept calling me on the phone while I was driving, and so I called it Pickle because whenever I answered the phone, I would say, "Oh, sorry, I can't talk right now. I'm in a pickle." It's so dumb, but it just kind of stuck, and it has morphed into uh, just a he's, – he's my friend. He's my brother, brother in arms. Um, so he's got a lot of problems. I'm not going to lie. Uh, gas gauge doesn't work. I just got a rearview mirror like a year ago. Uh, <laughs> it leaks on the passenger side. It has leaked on so many, like, prom dates and passengers. <laughs> just a lot of stories with that. Um, but yeah, he's got 190k miles on it, so slightly <laughs> more than Michelle. <laughs> um, wow. The trunk broke recently, so I don't have a lot of trunk space just because I'm I can't access it right now <laughs> unless I crawl through the back seat. Uh, <laughs> it's still got a tape player though, so there's a plus. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's my car. That's pickle. Uh, wow. Alex can attest that it's the fun ride. It's it's not the fun ride. I okay. I always offer to drive because I do not want to experience pickle. <laughs> <laughs> he does smell better than he used to. Uh, I've got eight uh, little trees hanging <laughs> up on my new rearview mirror. <laughs> eight, eight of them. <laughs> yes, <laughs> vanilla rama, baby. Um, but yeah, that's that's the car talk, man. We're uh, we're avid car drivers. We uh, we we do customs. <laughs> oh yeah, hit us up. We're like Jonah on Samoa. We're the best mechanics. <laughs> um, yeah, that concludes our podcast for today.
Um, great movie, much better than the one we had before. Um, <laughs> the one that we uh, shall not name. But yeah, but yeah, this movie was a lot of action, so uh, the podcast might be longer than normal. So, but it was a lot of great content that we were able to talk about. Yes, definitely. I would definitely recommend it. Like, and honestly, it takes rewatches just to take in everything. Like, mm-hmm. we probably missed a few scenes that there's just so much action that we just couldn't talk about. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, definitely check it out. One hundred percent recommend. Yeah, I mean, that's all I have to say about it. Definitely go recommend Hobbs and Shaw. Um, just make sure to subscribe, like, hit the hit the like heart thing hit the thumbs up tell tell your neighbors about us tell your friends about us uh we will catch you on the flippity flip we'll catch you next week we're not sure what we're reviewing yet but uh we will have one <laughs> so yeah stay safe everybody alex do you have anything else to say um watch the fast and furious franchise um so if you're interested in like this type of movie I'd recommend watching the Fast and Furious franchise. They are very well well made, and so it should not disappoint in the action. So yeah, I will catch you guys on the next episode. Aye. Stay safe, everybody.